Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We are looking at everything. Everything is possible. Everything is an option. Um, what we do, we're going we're gonna to decide as a group, and we'll go forward from there. Absolutely. Very, very, very excited about that. Um, you know, it's an opportunity to, to, to have a group of young players that can grow together. Uh, that's one thing I find exciting. And um, it's one of the things that really kind of drew me to this, this roster is there's a group of young guys, especially in the last three drafts, that have played a lot of football uh, out of necessity. Um, they've taken their lumps. They've learned a lot. And uh, now it's going to be up to us to, to teach and train these young men as we go forward. Well, I think one of the things that, you know, Dwayne's done is he's been around. I mean, uh, you know, he's in the building. He'll pop by, say, say hello and wave at you and go get his workout in. Uh, he's been around a, a group of, uh, of, of guys that do that, and so he's learning from their example. Um, and one of the things that he and I talked about specifically is that he's just continued to, to, to grow as, as a young man, as a person. This is what the draft is for. You know, we, we've got to look at a lot of things right now. We have a lot of options as far as, re, you know, replacing the players that we've lost. Um, but, you know, we'll see how things go. And, again, you just never know. Sometimes the answer is on your roster as well. It's been very good. It really has. You know, i got a little bit of a background with his father, uh, A.J. Um, Kyle has his own way of doing things. He's got his own personality, and it's been really good. Um, Kyle is a, a guy that's always looking to, to talk about things. You know, he, he's, he's, he's been great. He really has, and, and things have been very fluid with him. You know, as we've, uh, we've gone through, um, you know, he, we went through our, our roster evaluations, which we did February 10th. Uh, we went through the entire roster in, in all three phases, which I thought was very good. Uh, then we turned around and, um, you know, had a little prep uh, last week for, for, for the combine, and, and he did a great job with that for, uh, for all the coaches, for myself as well. Um, he's, uh, he's a guy that does his due diligence. He works very hard, extremely hard, and, and I've been very pleased with it. I think our relationship is very, very good, very strong. Although there's millions of Washington Redskins fans, there's hardly any conformity that each other's folks so constantly on, you know, Facebook, Twitter, other things like that. Do you believe your coaching – and the fact that you bring a winning mentality can bring some conformity to the Washington Redskins fan base. Well, I just hope the fan base comes back out and cheers for us because you know we can't do this by ourselves. We need them to rally around us. We need them, you know, support us. And but at the same time, we got to put a product out there they're willing to come out and, and support. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be entertaining, and uh, you know, be, it'd be good to have uh, have the fans behind us. Well, we do have some strengths, and we feel very good about those strengths, and we're going to continue to, to, to work to develop those strengths. Um, you know, a guy I used to work with always used to say, make your, your, your strength stronger. So uh, we're going to most certainly look at all those things. 
Uh, we have several positions that we feel, do feel we've got to add to. Uh, we're going to look at those positions. We're going to look at those positions in the draft and in free agency. Um, you know, one of the things that in talking with Kyle and his guys, you know, we feel that there's enough out there to be able to try and meet some of those needs. You know, the big mistake is you got to be real careful that you don't try to fill them all just to fill them. You've got to make sure you're filling them with quality, and that's one of the things that we talked about as far as the free agency is right now. Um, you know, it doesn't open for a couple more weeks, a few more weeks actually, uh, but we've also talked about making sure that we've identified those positions and we've looked at them and, and we've had the coaches evaluate those positions for us, the, the names that are on the list that Kyle and his guys provided us. We've looked at those guys. Uh, and we've done the same thing with the draft. You know, we've identified uh, the strengths uh, in the draft. Um, a lot of them do fit uh, our, our need, so we feel pretty good about that as well, and we've evaluated those. Hey, Coach, your thoughts about the combine class without giving away too much? Well, I think it's a good combine combine class, you know, in, in several positions. Um, you know, and, and again, you know, you've got to continue the evaluation process. This is still early. Um, one of the real good things about the combine that I truly do like is I appreciate the interview process. Unfortunately, I'm missing a couple of interviews because of you guys right now, but uh, I'll make those up. I'll call those guys and, and make sure I talk to them. Um, some of them will probably be guys that we may invite back on, on the 30 visit. Uh, some of them will be guys that we'll go out and watch uh, personally at some of their workouts as well. Uh, Trent Williams and I have had our conversations. We've talked, and, uh, again, that's a work in progress, and we'll see how things unfold. But, you know, again, it's just a, a fluid situation. Uh, how, does, uh, how did you inherit in your roster, you know, the young quarterback like, I mean, how does that impact how you, you quarterback the staff and the or something like that? We're going to break everybody down. We're going to look at everything. Um, and, 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 again, nothing is solid. Um, everything is fluid as far as our roster is concerned. We've got, you know, again, we've got an evaluation process we've gone through. Uh, we know what we'd like to do, and uh, we're going to go forward with those decisions, you know. And, and again, you guys will see how it unfolds. Coach, you look at uh, how some of the young receivers in the league are performing, um, like Terry McLaurin in Washington, uh, DJ Moore in Carolina. Do you feel like receivers are getting to the league more prepared than they were before, or do you think teams are better? I think it's a combination of things. I think teams are starting to understand, you know, how you use players. Um, but I also do think because the ball is being thrown so much in college football, uh, the receiver is, is learning to be an explosive guy. I also think the body types on the receivers are changing. I think they're getting bigger and stronger. I mean, there's there's a lot more guys that are coming up that are that are coming out, you know, that are that are are are, are ready to go and, and and they're dynamic players. The guys I think that people are really looking for are these bigger receivers that are dynamic with the ball in their hands. Do you look for bigger dynamic receivers from Division two or three colleges? That way you can spend better draft picks in the draft from big-name schools. Well, I think the biggest thing that you want to try and do more so than anything else is as you go through your draft process, is you just want to make sure you're drafting the best guy, whether it doesn't matter where they're from uh, more so than anything else. Now, if the guy is from a smaller school and you take him later in the draft or as a, as a preferred free agent, yeah, you're going to spend a little bit less so you can spend a little bit more on somebody else. I got a couple of guys to tell you I like I like position flex. I really do, and I believe in it. I think position flexibility is huge. If a guy can play, uh, and, and I always talk about offensive linemen, because if they can go tackle, guard, guard, center, center, tackle, you, you've got you've got something special there. Um, and guys that do give you an option to move guys around, it also you won't have to tip your hand. Shaq was a great example. Here's a guy that could play the nickel position for you, 
and cover and run with with a lot of receivers, and then at the same time go back into the box and play uh, play the Sam linebacker position for you. That's an invaluable player. That's that's the kind of player that you look for uh, in the draft is a guy that has position flexibility. I think we have some guys that do have it at different positions. Um, I think the closest guy that we have, that, that this guy that I find very intriguing, is Cole Holcomb, a linebacker that, that uh, they drafted last year that Kyle found out of uh, North Carolina. He's, he, he did a little bit of that for the team. He played out in space a little bit, came back into the box and played as a box uh, linebacker. So, you know, those are the kind of guys that you want, again, because you want that position flexibility. You also, if you, if you don't have to rotate a guy off the field, if the guy can stay on the field, you can change your defense, your defensive philosophy and look almost instantaneously. But now you start rotating guys in, you tip your hand a little bit that, hey, you're going to a nickel package or you're going to call your nickel defenses. You listen to the Brian Mitchell Show. as Ryan Rivera's uh, press conference, bit, live hey, streaming. Right, let's package, go right back to it. Call your nickel defenses. You've been blessed to play and coach top premier running backs. What's your assessment of Adrian? Oh, I think Adrian is, is, is most certainly will be a, a first ballot. I really do. I mean, for everything he's done and the career he's had, I'm excited to have him on the football team. You know, we, we picked up his option for a reason. We believe guys like that have, have a value beyond playing. I mean, he's going to play some quality football for us. But who he is as a person, I think, is going is, is to resonate with our younger players. And they're going to see that this is how you do it. And if you do it this way, you have a chance to have the type of career he has. Not necessarily. I, I, again, I, I, you know, we have some positions that we're going to focus in on. I think the, the 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 less people know about what we're doing, the the better things will be for us. And so I'm going to be very careful with that. I think Montez Sweat can be an impact player. I really do. He's got the skill set. He's a young man that you know. Again, we've got to work with. We've got to develop. Um, we got to find the fit for him in, within what we're doing. Um, you know, we are changing our, our defensive philosophy. We're a four-three front, um, which basically we, we, we've told our, we've told the guys that have asked about it that uh, what we want is our D line to play vertical. We want to attack vertical. We want to play the run on our way to the quarterback, and that's going to be our attitude and our philosophy with our front. Yep. Yep. Well, you know, I, I think the biggest thing, more so than anything else, is, is going to be the style of the way we play. We're going to try and replace them with guys that we have on the roster currently. We think we've, we feel very good about some of these guys. We think these guys have the same type of skill set. The young guys that have to be trained, you know, we got a bunch of fourth-year guys that, that just need to play football. we got need to get those guys out on the field and develop them. You know, Josh was a tremendous talent. Um, you know, when he, when he came to Washington, you know, he, he was at the time the, the highest paid. He earned that. You know, when he in Carolina, he earned that. And, and so I was very happy for him. Um, you know, but uh, looking where we are, I just feel now's an opportunity to play a lot of young players. Well, before we do anything with the number two pick, we've got to see what happens with the number one pick. And so once that, that pick goes on, then we'll go from there. But, again, as I said, everything's an option. I mean, we, we, we're, you know, as far as in talking with Kyle, we've talked a couple of times already what, you know, situations potentially be. But the truth is we got to see what happens in front of us. Coach, you like Dwayne Haskins, but what you saw from him in his rookie year and you go back and watch the state, what do you 
Well, what's interesting was, and one of the, I've told a lot of people, one of the things that I really go back to is the way he played this, the, the the Detroit game. You know, one thing everybody forgets, those early games before he became a starter, I, I didn't put a lot of stock into because those game plans weren't weren't devised for him. But when you start looking at the games that they devised for him, then you try to see you know what they were trying to do with him, and then you watch him. And I've had a chance to go back and do that. I see some progress from the time he started the Detroit game to the very last game he played. I know he didn't play in the last one, but until he got hurt, you look at those things and you say, man, there's some growth there. I mean, there's some potential for a young man to be the type of player that you know he can be. But the thing that excited me about the Detroit game was the fourth quarter, the two drives when they had to score. He was very calm. He was very calculated. He had he showed his poise. He showed his leadership, and he put them in position to win a football game. And that's what you want from your quarterback is a guy that gives you a chance to win. That guy can help you win. You can win because of him, because of him, and you can win with him. That's what's exciting. He's got that type of potential, but he's got to grow into it. And nothing will be given. He's not anointed. That's for doggone sure. I'm expecting him to come in and compete and work, and we'll see what happens. There's not another division that's had more transition than the NFC East. Three brand new coaches this year. Is this division right for the taking? I hope so. I think it's going to be an opportunity, and we'll see. But again, you know, the the other coaches that are in this division. I know I know who Philadelphia is, and 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 we don't know who the Giants are going to be. We don't know who the Cowboys are going to be, but. There's a lot of good coaches, and again, we just got to go out and compete and see how things happen. Uh, what's the benefit, of course, to have assistant coaches you're familiar with, but in your case, you were able to get the cap guy, Rob Rogers, and uh, Ryan Vermillion, the training staff. What's the benefit of, of having guys like that? Well, Joe, one of the things that I talked about was trying to, to develop a, a sustainable winning culture. You know, we had a little bit of that going for a while in Carolina. We had, we had a five good years stretch. Um, unfortunately, we weren't able to, you know, through attrition, we were able to continue that. Um, but that's the starting point. You want to put people around you that ha- are familiar with, you know, what you want, how you want it done. Um, and these are guys that were with me from the beginning. And so they have an understanding of what we want. And so we're going to go out and we're going to try and implement that. Um, one of the things that we had to do and we wanted to do was, was redevelop the trust in the training room. I couldn't think of a better person than Ryan Vermillion. I really, truly couldn't. Um, I'm very fortunate. You know, this is I'm going into my 34th year in the league, and, and, and I've been around a lot of good trainers. He really makes you know makes me believe that he is one of the one of the best ones because of, of the way he works. Uh, Rob Rogers is a guy that you know after having hired him, it's been really interesting to hear some of the agents and some of the um, league personnel tell me, boy, you've got a really good guy in Rob. I never really knew, um, but I'm working a lot more closely with him now. Uh, he's a guy that I know uh, of and know who he is. So I'm excited about having him as, as part of it as well. Hey, Coach, after switching teams, what are your thoughts on uh, Frank's been outpouring of respect and also love people have for you and wanting to see you be with another team back home? Uh, I was very fortunate. I mean, I was in the place for, for nine seasons. And, you know, the one thing that we really did try to do is we did try to develop the, the right kind of culture. And I think that's what it speaks to is that we did have the right kind of place. Um, you know, and again, I, you know, some things happen that you can't continue. I understand that. I get that. But one thing we did try to do, one thing that I, I do want us to do while we're in Washington is we want to make sure as a team we give back to the community. We support them because we're, if we're asking them to support us, we're asking them to come pay for a ticket, then we got to give them something back in return, which we will do. Coach, how do you feel about the 17-game schedule proposed for next year, and what is your assessment of the Rooney Rule? Well, I think the 17 games is, is, is something that's up to the, to, 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 to the big wigs. We'll let the league handle that and the Players Association. Um, but it'll be interesting. Um, 
we'll see what happens. Uh, I, I do think it's intriguing that they're going to they're looking to expand the, uh, the the playoff roster. I think that's cool. I mean, the, the playoff list of, of an extra team. I think that's cool. Um, and the Rooney Rule is something that's a work in progress. Uh, you know, again, um, I'm a result of it. I've been very fortunate to, to be into that category. Um, but I do think that you know we've got to continue to work it and improve it um, because I think if you look at it statistically. Uh, minority coaches have a pretty good winning percentage, um, and for the numbers, I, I really do. So who knows? Coach, do you think Cam ever get back to that MVP level? Well, I don't want to talk about another team's players, but one thing I will say is I'll, I'll ne- I would never bet against Cam Newton. We're good. Cool. Bears. Thank you, guys. Go Bears.